Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get to the pod, just want to give a quick shout out uh, to the ratings for those who listen to our podcast. Please don't be afraid to rate, view, and subscribe. Plenty of content available at the Circle City Cinema. Uh, now we got back shoulder fade. We got this podcast. So plenty to look into. Uh, we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the review. Um, and we're very excited to talk about the week two of of this, of what we what we saw, what we like, what we dislike, Bryce. Um, you know, it feels like, you know, everybody's still kind of getting their foot in together, but you know, obviously it's, it's football. I mean, we're gonna take it. Uh, yeah, we're going to take it. But yeah, I mean, there are, is it too early? Yeah, probably. But we are trending towards some concerning, some teams that are very concerning in their performance and teams that, you know, we probably feel are fluky. Um, they land Falcons. Um, and then teams that, okay, you know, we, we live with where they're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess let's just start it off. I mean, there's no specific order necessarily with the games. And I just put it all together um, as I saw it basically on popped it up on ESPN. Um, so first game coming up on my list here, um, the Ravens uh, being able to take care of business 27 to 24 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Um Bryce, I'll be honest. I, I thought this was a potential get-right spot for the Spangles team. And I mean, that's not what we're seeing. Uh we didn't we didn't see a lot in the passing game. You know, Burrow was hurt and and the run game doesn't seem to be there. And uh, and I uh I mean, yeah, talk you you were talking about some panic, maybe some concern. I, I think it is time to be concerned about the Bengals right now if this Burrow cap thing is as real as I think it is. Uh, yeah, and you know, I said this, I don't know if I said this on a pod or not, but I said that calf thing is going to be a link. I feel like it was going to be a lingering thing into the season. And here we are just two weeks in and we're talking about Joe Burrow's calf again. Um, I, I will warn the Bengals, like, don't let this turn into an Achilles injury. That is the last thing you want to do. Um, but yeah, I, and this isn't the same feel with, you know, the last time the Bengals started zero and two, this is a little bit different. Like you yeah, said, with Joe Burrow being, being injured, Jamar Chase, extremely slow start T Higgins. This was a get right game for T Higgins against a decent Ravens defense. So it's good to see that Joe Mixon, I feel like needs to be better. Um, and maybe it's that it's just that O line for Cincinnati, not performing to the best of its ability. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Cincinnati this year. Um, I want this team to be good, but again, Caleb, I raised questions about the Cincinnati Bengals in our preseason pot. Their losses on defense, again, is something that's not being talked about. And Jesse Bates and Von Bell have been balling out for their respective teams. Yeah. And it's just just not the same Cincinnati team that everyone just thought they were just going to come in and just tear it up. Yeah. And the injury does nothing to help that. So, yeah, this this is a tough loss at home here especially against a division opponent, albeit it was close, but it was kind of a come from behind for Cincinnati for most of the game. 
hundred percent. Um, I mean, look, I, I think the Cincinnati team, I mean, look, we, we, we talked about it, Bryce. We kind of thought the whole concept of Burrow playing in week one felt really silly, premature. Um, they ended up doing that. Um, and, and you and I've talked about this division being very competitive, definitely not thinking that this would be a gimme. Uh, I just think so many people just respected what they've done over the last couple of years, understandably, but I, I agree. This is not the same team. And, you know, you look at the Ravens and, you know, look, they, they were not favored to win this game. They had all a bunch of offensive line uh, problems. They gave up zero sacks price. If you, if you told me that Lindenbaum and Ronnie Stanley aren't available, two of their five best offensive, mm-hmm. the two of their three best offensive linemen, my guess is there would have been sacks. I think that's damning of the Bengals, but a credit to, you know, the Ravens to not get them on the ground, you know, and, and the run game, I mean, it, it balanced Bryce, I guess, without Dobbins, you know, 60, 50, 40, that's not the end of the world. Um, and, and the receiving game felt like it's been better than in years past, which could be encouraging for the Ravens and their ceiling, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I mean, already injury riddled Baltimore, but they find a way to get it done. I like the balance that they have in the run game. Um, I think that's that's the that's solid. They finally have some receivers that can make plays um, for them, or at least be on the field. I mean, Odell Beckham's already dealing with an injury, which isn't encouraging. And what we also kind of predicted at the same time, Zay Flowers is that guy. Uh, I think he, he seems needs, like it. He needs more of the ball instead of Nelson Aguilar getting six targets. Look, his time's passed, man. Zay Flowers is here. I think Bateman needs to be better. Caleb, your first round pick. You need to be better than, you know, three receptions for 18 yards. So, and I think Baltimore, Caleb, I can't believe I'm saying it. Baltimore's in a really good spot right now. A really good spot. Two, that does two say games a lot for in. you. Yeah, you, you it, it, it little... does say a lot for me because yeah. we, we were, we have been, Far less impressed by the Steelers. Yes. And then the Browns, Deshaun, still not sure where Deshaun is at. I don't think we can truly evaluate that yet. Yeah. And then the Bengals are 0-2. Baltimore is in a fantastic spot because they haven't even peaked offensively. No. And, and yeah, the Dobbins injury hurts, but Gus Edwards is has always been solid. Just as still, now he's dealing with an injury. They signed Kenyon Drake today. Okay, the the running game. I'm not worried about the running game. I'll say that they have guys that can get yards. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. It, it's just can they nail down the pass? And you know they need to get healthy on defense. It's really it. They haven't even got Marlon Humphrey back. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I have talked about the defense always being a pretty good unit consistently. But you know, I like the Lamar stat line here. I mean, I really do. You're going 30, 40 passes like that. 24 of 33. I'm taking that stat line. That's sure. a, that's a yeah, good number. Absolutely. A, I mean, absolutely. Like when these Feeling quarterbacks today. Yeah, I mean when these quarterbacks go 50 times a game on the throw Bryce. I mean, I just don't think that's sustainable. You get to that 30 40 pocket range. I don't care any quarterback in the league. I don't care who it is. I, Patrick Mahomes. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes throws the ball 50 times. Throw the ball 30 to 40 times a game. I think that's a sustainable number and and it's an achievable number. And if you can do it efficiently, I think that's good and like you were saying the receivers are better. Um, I, I'm with you on Aguilar. It's too much Aguilar. I, I mean, like you're saying with, with Bateman, thousand percent agree. He caught every target. I mean, I just like to see, I, they got to get him. I, I think it's a coaching thing. I got to get him going. 
I'm done with that. I done with Aguilar or Agahu, pardon. Uh, and look, when I when I get to this, you know, Odell thing, I mean, you yeah, you and I nailed it. We both just thought that the signing was not very logical. I mean, they paid him a ton of money, and I don't think he's the fourth best receiver on this team. Yeah, I, yeah. I and know, I, I, I mean, when you're when you're paying him, when you're paying somebody that much, and he's only a fourth best receiver, it's just an absolute problem. Now, granted, he's on a one year deal, which might help him, but if their their problems are on the field, Bryce, and it feels like everybody else has problems off the field, injuries, coaching. Uh, uh, whatever. It's like every team's got way more problems than them. So if they, if they can fix this internal stuff, which is way way easier to try to figure out, like you said, they got a chance to to make some noise. Um, yeah. next up, um, I'm doing my get the sack here because you know, oh my, this is where they get the sack. This is the team I'm doing. They get the sack on. Um, I mean, Brandon Staley, just get the damn sack. I mean, look, you're you're down, you're you you're putting yourself in a position here with the talent that you have to let Ryan Tannehill go off for 246 yards on your defense, complete 20 passes, and give up every big play in America to Chris Moore and Traylon Burks. Third down, Tannehill's going play action down the field, throwing the ball 70 yards, Bryce, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, you're a defensive mind. In no way, shape, or form should Tannehill be cooking anyone for 70 yards. And I would argue not even for 246 yards total. I mean, Bryce, I, I am so, so done with the Brandon Staley experiment. I think it's absolutely time to go. They might have a coach that's basically in waiting an offensive coordinator. They're, they're For the most part, like this is a, this is too talented of a team. They have to write the ship. If they write the ship, I'd argue it has absolutely nothing to do with Staley. Uh, but it was a, a, for the Titans to be able to get this win. I will say is somewhat impressive to me uh, because I didn't really feel like they had any control of this game. And in the, in the end, I just really felt like Staley blew it for this Chargers team. Totally agree, man. I mean, you cannot give up the amount of points you do. You gave 27 points to the Tennessee Titans. You gave, what was it, 36 points to the Miami Dolphins? 36, 30 yeah, something. 36. Um, it, it's absolutely unacceptable, especially when your offense is plugging away without. Yeah, no, I'll say it. Their, be- their best offensive player outside of Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. I don't think that's controversial to say. No, not at all. Not um, at all. Josh Kelly absolutely sucked in this game, which yeah, good grief. Uh, 13 for 30, uh, freaking awful. That's all. Um, you know, and, and, and everybody knows what Tennessee, what their MO is. It's Derrick Henry. And they did a decent job of of bottling him up. Yeah. But then you get burned by these wide receivers. Some of these known it. Chris Moore, a 49-yard reception. That is a joke. You know, Nick, Nick Westbrook-Akine in the red zone. Traylon Burks. You know, albeit, you know, one of basically all of his yards came on one catch. But it, it's just those little things. It's those little things that, that yeah. make the difference. And yeah, I, I don't think the Chargers, the Chargers front office, the, Char- the Chargers brass can waste these Herbert years, especially when, you know, you drafted a wide receiver in the first round, basically, basically signifying that this team's ready to rock. Right. 
You know, a, a right. draft pick like that, you're saying we, we just need to shore up some things. Yeah. Well, you need to shore up a lot more because you have all the talent on defense and can't put it together. You spent yeah. big, you got Staley as defense, and he's doing nothing with it. And and Caleb, I don't know that hiring or, you know, promoting Kellen Moore to head coach is, is the way to go either. I'm not now. This is not me saying Kellen Moore is not head coach material. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is I think you need somebody of a little bit bigger magnitude. Possibly. Okay. Possibly in a, a Chargers alumni. I think you have to call Jim Harbaugh. I think you have to check. I think you have to check, Caleb. I think you have to go big for this hire. Wow. I really do. Interesting. I, I don't. I didn't think of Harbaugh. But but it, you think but but you think Harbaugh for twenty twenty three? Like right yeah, now, like you got to like, you got to you got to inject some grit into this team. Keep killing. I think he, you, you think he take the Mar- job in, in season with 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 how good Michigan. Oh no, is not right not now? in season. No, not in season. It would oh, have okay. to be after the season. Okay. Definitely. That, that, sorry, that's what I meant. Let me clarify. Okay. I think you have to go big with this hire. But I mean, all all credit goes to Tennessee. They grinded out this W. Yeah, they should. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was efficient this game. I know we're we're very low on Tannehill. Oh, we're very. Low. Um, I and it's I'm still am still am low. Sure, At twenty to twenty four. It's you pretty dang not, efficient. Yeah. He, I mean, on, I on think, a talented secondary. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I guess that's the other question too. I mean, are we wrong on the secondary? I mean, if if Traylon Burks is going in for seventy. And, and again, that and was Chris, one catch. But I mean, Bryce, we can't. I mean, look, the, you can't give up these big plays. This oh, whole concept of Staley's scheme is not to let these big plays happen. Ryan Tannehill, of all people, is throwing the ball down the field on your secondary. I mean, I, I just, I agree with you. He's efficient. Typically, that's when he's good. He's good when he's efficient. You ask him to throw 30, 40 times to loss. He goes 25, 20, 25. That's normally a good Tannehill game. I yeah. just don't know if Derrick Henry can do 25 carries every week. And that's kind of what well, I'm. Yeah. Why, why isn't Spears getting more touches here? Like eight is fine, but I mean, he was gaining six yards a carry. Yeah. He looked explosive. I mean, yeah. I thought he made Derrick Henry look uh, very, very slow. Well, Derrick and, Henry has never been the fastest guy. He's just huge. But and I mean, he, he gets a downhill. It just jumped off the screen, though. That's all. That's all. When I watched the okay. game, it just jumped off the screen. Okay. Uh, next up, I mean, Bryce, you kind of, I mean, you, you kind of made a remark about the team, but, uh, they beat Green Bay 25 to 24. Uh, they get a home game, two and oh, two games at home. Desmond Ritter, uh, two and oh, as a starter this season. Uh, and, you know, Bryce, it was kind of a, uh, you know, it was a game that originally the Packers kind of took control of. They were up 24 to 12. Uh, but Atlanta goes on for a 13-point run in the fourth quarter to basically end the game. Coup gets the game-winning full goal, uh, top to kick of the league. And and the Falcons get the job. The Falcons get the job done. Um, so Bryce, I, I, you're not so you're not sold on this. You, you kind of think it's fake here. It's just uh, yeah, I did, it just seems fluky. Maybe it's just because they they should they're not doing it the way we want them to do it. Maybe that's it. Well, I think Ritter sucks. There there is no denying that. Uh, sure, 
Sure. I, I think he's I, really I, bad. I still, I, I've seen nothing from Ritter that proves to me, yeah, he can do this. He is a grinder quarterback is what it is. You know, just one of those guys where he's not great, but he's good enough to get these W's. Um, I, I, what I will commend, though, Caleb, is I will commend the commitment to the run game and the carry split between Bijan Robinson and, and Tyler Algier. Uh, Bijan got 19 carries. Algier got 16. I think that's impressive. But there's no denying that if you put the ball in the hands of of your talented playmakers, skill positions, like good things are going to happen. Like they didn't shy away from Jair Alexander. Uh, You know, they they, and I I love that. Drake London is is that talented and he needs more than in my opinion. I think he needs more than eight targets. I think 10 plus targets. Kyle Pitts. Needs more touches. You, you got you got the ball in the hand of Bijan, and he's been bowling these past two weeks. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's he been has awesome. been as advertised. Yeah. So that makes me happy. And this yeah. defense is still underrated. With Dude, Grady yeah. Jarrett. Jesse Bates, big time get. And, and AJ Terrell, underrated corner in the league. We've, we've been on that. I underrated um, this defense, though. I really did. Oh, oh, I, I, I enjoy this defense. Yes, it's it's underrated. Like it's not full of, you know, tons of stars, but it, it's full of grinders, man. And a couple stars. Terrell Bates, yeah. Jarrett, solid top-notch guys that don't get talked about enough because Atlanta sucks. It, it's not normally the greatest. They've never been the greatest organization ever, but they're kind of flying under the they are flying under the radar. Um, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think part of it for me, I, I'm with you is the way they're choosing to, to use some of their talent. Part of me thinks Bryce, I just think they might believe Ritter so bad that they don't want him to throw 30 times a game. Well, yeah, he should. And he shouldn't because we so would be problem, ripping them. We'd probably be ripping them. But the problem is if he throws for 30 times a game, then maybe he gets pits the ball more 20 times. If you're only going to throw 20, 25 times, like it's going to be really difficult to get consistent volume for your top target. So, I mean, I obviously think a better quarterback would be beneficial there, uh, but I'm with you on the offense. Two really good wins. Um, I mean, this was a choke job from Green Bay. I mean, I'm not even going to do this with you, I mean, man. Look, look, Jordan Love was 14 of 25, 153 touchdowns. I mean, you know, come on. I need you to be better than 14 of 20. Oh, my gosh. He threw three touchdowns. I understand that. But, I, I mean, Kurt Warner said he threw five, and he did. Uh, and you look at the ground game. You look at the ground game. I mean, A.J. Dillon, this is a huge opportunity for you, brother. Yeah, and you know what? Come on, ready, Bryce. You got to agree with me there. No, uh, well, hold on. I'm ready to do it. I am out on A.J. Dillon. Out. How about yeah, that? I mean, he feels older than 25. Yeah, he, is, he has, feels older than Aaron me. Jones has missed so many games. And he is just not not I, I'm, I'm with you. I think I'm out on him too. I I just I don't think he is what they I just don't think he's it. And I think they needed him to be much better in this game to win. I I don't even really hate what their receivers did. I just feel like it's you got to win the game on the ground. And I just didn't feel like they did enough. The offensive line didn't do enough. I don't think the defense played all that bad. 25 points is at the end of the world, especially 
But I mean, giving up the 13th and fourth obviously isn't great. But I, I mean, look, I, with this Green Bay team, I think LaFleur is a solid coach. But I, think I mean, he's this proven game, that he can coach. Yes. This game. That's what we were looking for. 100%. This team needs Aaron Jones to be what I think they can be. Um, I think he's essential to this offense. I really do. I think like people talk about the Browns, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Like people talk about Nick Chubb as like the Browns offense, where they design everything. We sure Aaron Jones isn't that for the Packers. There's something different, Bryce, when Aaron Jones is off this field. Dating back to Rodgers as well, where they're just not the explosiveness isn't there with this team, Bryce. And, And Dylan, in my opinion, is not getting the job done. In doing what I think they hoped he would be, which is this 18, 20 carry, 90 yard, two touchdown guy. I guess this is not what he is. Mm-hmm. He's like 18 for 60 at this point. He's 18 for 60. Green Bay is going to have to readjust. I think they have a very interesting matchup against New Orleans. New Orleans has a good defense. I, I wonder what they plan up against the Packers. And if Jones is back, how much does that impact? what this offensive flow could be. Maybe Watson's back too, even though I'm not a huge on Watson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting, but uh, so far, I mean, impressive from LaFleur. Oh yeah. Look, yeah. He's, I mean, he's proven. Listen, this is just one of those games that just gets away from you. It is what it is. I, I'm not, I'm not panicked. Honestly, no, Caleb, obviously I'm not honestly, panicking. they're kind of sitting pretty in their division right now. I, again, we're two games in. But no, I, it's yeah. not like we look. It's not like we look at this team and be like, "This team sucks." I thought week one was over exaggerating, but I somehow like this team more after week two than I did in week one. Yeah, because I just because I know what they got to do, and I know that if they get Aaron Jones right, a lot of this is going to be canceled out. Yeah, and I'm again, I'm not a Christian Watson guy, but he's going to be able to give them something. He's going to give them a nice explosiveness. And I think their defense is pretty good. I like their defense. I don't think the defense has lost a step. <laughs> and like you said, I think LaFleur. LaFleur might be the best coach in this division. Next Could up. Uh, Seahawks-Lions. A game that was you know, kind of known for the fireworks. And uh, Geno Smith, man. 328 yards. Seahawks really responding, I thought, after last week, Bryce. This Rams defense pretty much shut them down. and and. You know, this was the win I feel like the offense specifically really needed because the Rams just took them out of all their crap. They couldn't do anything. They weren't able to get anything going. And then the receivers finally get going. I kind of was panicked on Gino because I was like, well, is this the old Gino? Is this a one-year fluke? But this, this looked like what Gino Smith did last year. Yeah, it did. I, and he needed a bounce-back game. And he got it. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's when you go back to your old reliables like Tyler Lockett um, that can really get you in a rhythm um, and give you some confidence again. Uh, and, and that and that's what they did. They brought it into Detroit where it was a sold out first sold out game in Detroit in a long, long time. Um, and they they were staring right down the barrel and they didn't shy away from it. And they no. they snuck away with a win in overtime. Mad respect to them. Uh, they got they picked off Jared Goff and took it back for six. That's Jared Goff's yeah. first interception and in forever. Forever, uh, it's impressive. 
And I, and I still, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and crap on Jared Goff. He still played a great yeah, game. No, God, no. I believe in Jared Goff. Like this yes. is, it's just one of those games, you know, and it's not like they played awful. Um, well, obviously right. the defense played awful. They couldn't, you know, stop anything. Um, but good win for Seattle. It kind of restored a little bit of confidence back into Geno Smith, uh, the Geno Smith narrative and Seattle in general. We didn't know where this team was going to go. Uh, I tell you what, I do want more of though, Caleb. I want I want some Jackson Smith and Jigba action uh, because we're not really getting a lot. I read a stat the other day, like his his average like yard per route is like super low. Huh. And that's just not. That is just not how he operates. Like he is such an explosive player. I think you need to put him in in a few more winning situations and really get him into some open space and and see what he can do for you. Because I think that'll add another dimension to this offense. Um, so I mean, that's my only complaint with Seattle. But this is a great bounce back game for them. Detroit just yeah. is what it is. I agree. I'm not. I'm, I won't wipe it off. I won't be terribly panicked if I'm a Lion fan. I mean, look. I mean, faced a good offense. You know, they put up some points on you. If you live with it, you got to remember what you did against Chiefs. You know, you you played yeah. really good defense against the Chiefs. You made plays against the Chiefs. I Seattle's got a good offense. Period. Uh, I, I look at I look at what the Lions are doing, and I'm still not understanding the Gibbs usage. Uh, but I look at, especially the run game, uh, but I look at what this team can be. And it seems like Laporta has really found rhythm here. I mean, the Lions. I, I told you I like Laporta the Lions, I, I, in their preseason previews. Love yeah. Yeah. I mean, the criticism. I mean, I get it. Trading away Hawkinson to a division rival felt weird. Not going to act like it didn't. Uh, but uh, it does seem like they found something here with Laporta that that's kind of intriguing. Yep. Now, I yep. don't know if that's scheme dependent because it feels like anytime they get a tight end, they're always somewhat okay. But he has looked good so far. Um, and look, I'm going to come out here and make a confession to all you nerds out there that follow our podcast to call us a diehard. Um, Josh Reynolds is good. He had two oh, touchdowns. He got the ball in space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plays. Eat it. Eat it on I mean, Reynolds. I don't know if I believe he's a number two, but the solid receiver. Eat it on Reynolds. Hey, solid how do you f- what do you think about the Montgomery injury? I mean, obviously, I feel like we're going to get more Gibbs out of that. <laughs> I like Craig Reynolds. I'm happy for but, Craig. But, but the Going part that's hard Cardinals. about Reynolds, though, Bryce, is I. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be able to do the inside running necessary? I don't, I don't think Gibbs is a guy that I'm wanting to bank on between the tackles. Well, no. And that's, and I think that's where you're getting frustrated with the usage in the run game for him, Caleb. And I think it's actually smart because if, if he, if they were running him more in between yeah. and it was, it, some of it's going to have to be between the tackles. It, you can't run stretch every time with Gibbs. Right. And he gets hurt. Then you're on here bashing them. Like, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? I just, so, you're right. You're but right. The line, carries feels little though, Bryce. It feels little. I, I, I understand. I get it. But I just have some patience with it. I'm going to take the patient route. Fair enough. But the line is banged up now for Detroit, and I feel like that's going to have an impact. Amon Ra is banged up with the turf toe. That always comes back. 
Um, so, I mean, we'll see kind of a little, little concern on the offense, but I think they can work through it. I mean, we've seen them do it before with, you know, they even had Jameson Williams. I mean, just we'll see. We'll see. But Detroit needs to come out next week and, and play. Yeah. I mean, they're playing Atlanta. Maybe they get to, maybe they get to win. They put the pressure on Ritter. Um, by far the game that I want the most opinion on from you, because you and I haven't really talked about a whole lot of these. We just talk as the games go on. That's it. Is uh, Tampa Bay defeating Chicago 27 Mm -hmm. to 17. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bears are also getting a bunch of storylines today. The defensive coordinator no longer there. Um, You know, a bunch of media stuff going on. Uh, Team not talking to each other the entire flight back from Tampa. Um, I mean, Bryce, it's uh, it's messy over there in Chicago. Uh, yeah. Messy over there in a lot of ways. Messy for your guy over there. Um, because, you know, he played like dog crap. I mean, he played like dog crap. I mean, I get it that Tampa Bay's got some decent defense, but but he played like dog crap. You know, and I want to, I'd like to see him own it. And I, I, when I look at, when I look at the Chicago team, I, I, they're a disaster all the way around. I mean, this is just doesn't feel like they're that much better. And that just alarms me. I mean, that really, I know it's two games, but holy cow. Uh, Yeah, actually, Caleb, this leads me to my get the sack. Matt Eberflus, get the sack. Now, this was now I had this predetermined before the <laughs> nonsense came out today of everything. I really did. I really did, Caleb. Yeah, when you it. when you asked me on Monday yeah, yeah, or you, Tuesday, you <laughs> I, this is my predetermined one. And you know what? Today has done nothing to change my mind, because hmm. if you have players calling out coaches in press conference, as Justin Fields yeah. did today, yeah. like you don't have the respect nor the confidence of your quarterback. And then, you know, I, I'm not going to put the Allen Williams thing on Eberflus. I'm not going to put that on him. Oh, no, I, I don't feel like I that's agree. fair. Again, we have no details on that. We've only heard speculation. Uh, so I'm not going to put that on him. But you have that. If you don't have anyone talking to each other on the flight back, what kind of camaraderie did you build during training camp or even last season? Because you returned a lot of guys, you know, and you spent money on the defense. You definitely spent money. And you're not stopping anybody. Again, Matt Eberflus, a kind of similar situation to Staley, right? You're a defensive guy and you're failing on the defensive end. Now, some of the struggles belong to the offense, 100%. Justin Fields, this goes two ways. You call out coaches today. But you you kind of, you know, backpedaled on that comment in the same day. Some of it Which is I don't all- like that either, Bryce. It, I mean, it, it you don't have to let the comments sit. Yep. Honest, either you, you own it, you own the comment, or you don't. Because I think there was some validity to what he was saying. I mean, listen, I mean, he called three yeah. straight screenplays in the same formation. Tampa Bay was eating. They were mm-hmm. they were salivating that that yeah. linebacking core was salivating, but some of it is on Justin Fields. He misses guys. He Man, misses. He missed a lot of guys. And, and you know what? The offensive line still kind of sucks. They lost another guy today. Um, I, well, they lost yeah. a tough tackle. Yeah, yeah. On IR doesn't yeah. get any better. But Justin no. Fields has to play better. 
I will put some of that on him. We had high expectations for for Fields coming yeah, in, and he's not, and he's not living up to it. Some of it's coaching, some of it's on him. I see both sides. Um, and no, this isn't my defense of Justin Fields because no, you're not defending him really. It's no, it, it's point I'm blank. Surprised. You need to play better. You need to play better, and I think the run game needs to be better. Honestly, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, 100%. I guess they're playing from behind, ish. You know, I mean, it, it, they weren't down like terribly in this game, but I mean, and again, you just got to get your, your the ball to your playmakers. You trade for DJ Moore, use him. Yeah, Herbert could five yards a carry, right? Like, and you know, Caleb, I'll say this too. I'll say this too. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Chicago should have stuck with the number one pick." And have Bryce Young? Have you seen Bryce Young? We'll get to that game. Have you seen Bryce Young lately? You I, you guys would be pissed. Chicago fans would be pissed off yeah, even more. I, I, I I'm with you there. I don't think. I do think they made the right call. Um, I agree with you on more. I just feel like this offense just leaves me a lot to be desired. Oh yeah, and, and from every from everything and anyone, the whole team does. I feel like the run game. I, yeah, I think you're right. They got to trust in the run game. I mean Herbert. I mean it's not bad. Seven for thirty five is not bad. Run the football. Take pressure off of this team. Take pressure off of Fields. I mean twenty nine passes not a ton. Granted, they didn't get a whole lot of possession, but they look like a disaster. Caleb. I guess my other question is, how real is Tampa? Oh, I was like, hey, your boy Baker has come back up, Caleb. Your boy you Baker Mayfield. <laughs> your boy Baker Mayfield. That's your boy, right? 46 of 34, 317 yards, one touchdown, and a rating of 114. The run game, with, the run game was efficient. 34 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. The, boy, the, the receiving, the receiving end of it. I mean, Mike Evans had 171, got one at 58. Uh, Kate Otten, uh, which does shock me, uh, goes for uh, 41 yards of a tight end position. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, he looks really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's bad defense, but <laughs> oh, man. 300 yards, 26 to 34 passing. Like, I mean, that's definitely not bad. And I didn't think he looked, you know, I didn't think he, he you know, he didn't show. I mean, he, he had moments where I think he's going to go back to a Baker Mayfield, and I'm more than confident in that. But, I mean, he looked very good. He looked very good in this game. He looked very good in this game. And, I mean, man, I. I wasn't crazy, Bryce, on the whole concept of like, oh, yeah, like Rashad White. Like, here you go. Here's your whole backfield. He's made me eat it. The kid's, the kid's good. The kid's really good. Like, he is really underrated, and, and he's, he can do a lot of different things on the field. And, uh, I mean, I like him. I think, he's, I think he's really underrated right now. And I honestly just think this offense as a whole is underrated. Their offensive mm-hmm. line's not the end of the world. I mean, I don't know that I'm Jensen, but. I mean, Zach and I talked about it on our back shoulder fade. Like, it's a relatively competitive, frisky team right now. Yeah, man. It's it's definitely one that you don't want to trifle with. The defense has actually been better than we thought it was going to be. Um, yes. And they're kind of rolling right now. I mean, it, it's impressive. The NFC South is probably the most surprising division 
in football so far. Yeah, that division. Three two and O teams. Yeah. And then the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just interesting. It's interesting to see. Yeah, no doubt. Uh solid win for the Bucks. Uh next up, uh Giants and Cardinals. Uh Giants get the 31 to 28 win against the Cardinals. Uh Cardinals pretty much up in this game. Uh, but uh they basically I mean, they gave up 31 points in the second half total. They were up 20 to nothing through two quarters. Uh, and then it just never, well, they really, they were up 28 to seven. And then the Giants found ways to come back in this game. Basically through, I mean, really through Barkley, honest. I mean, the, 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 the that incredible play, the incredible play that he made to get in the end zone on the pass catch was insane. Uh, and it did feel like the Giants started to get the ball to Waller on the comeback trail, which I thought made their offense better. Uh, but I'll be honest, I'm not giving them any praise. It's the Arizona Cardinals. How in the absolute world, Bryce, are you down that much to the Arizona Cardinals? How are you down this much to the Arizona Cardinals? Josh Dobbs threw for 228 yards on your defense. And James Conner, who I think is the worst starting running back in the NFL, had 20 carries for 106 yards, Bryce. There's there's no excuse for this from a defense that I thought was really good. I mean, holy crap, three guys over 50 yards. You ever heard of Michael Wilson? I had to look him up. I didn't even know. I had to look him up. I had to look him up on, on uh, football reference. I had to make sure I kind of understood this guy. Never heard of this guy. He goes for 56 yards against this Giants defense. You know, and Hollywood Brown, you know, very nice performance. This, this, this. Cardinals deserve to win the game, honestly. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I don't think the Giants, I mean, cool. The Giants won this game 31 to 28. This game meant nothing to me in terms of the result. The fact that they were put themselves in this big of a position, that matters to me more than this win. You can't put yourself 20 to nothing against the Arizona Cardinals team. You just can't do it. Uh, I agree with you. This is not great, but the resolve that they showed to come back and win, I think is something. And it could be the turning point in the season. Maybe not because now they're down Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley going into uh, San Francisco where they're going to get their butts whipped. Um, Yeah, it's it's not it's not they're not in a great spot right now. Uh, Probably going to fall to one and two. They do get some time to regroup a longer week to regroup for for week four. Um, But yeah, I I think they'll lose their next four games, Bryce. If you play like this, they're going to lose their next four games. They play at sure. San Francisco. I think Seattle can beat them on the road. Seattle can beat them. I know it's at home, but they possible. can beat them. Yeah. At Miami and at Buffalo? Yeah, it's tough. They better get it together for sure. I mean, we were high on the Giants. We were kind of high on the yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah. the radar. They and they, this is, you know, not what we had envisioned. Um, I, the defense definitely needs to play better. I mean, that's probably, for me, that's more shocking than the struggles of the offense. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, both are shocking, but the defense even more. Yeah, I thought they were, you know, once they got Isaiah Simmons, I thought that was going to kind of solidify. It. Maybe it just take some. I don't know. Uh, but Arizona, they're still tanking. They put Buda Baker on IR with a hamstring out of nowhere. Um, clear and obvious tank job. So congrats on Caleb Williams. Well, yeah. You got Kyler Murray on that huge contract. I don't know what they're going to do, but. Well, it's it's he wants to come back and play. Apparently, yeah, it, it is a tricky spot that franchise is in right now. Um, but if they, were, I really thought they 
getting a win in this spot, I feel like they needed to do it if you know at all. Some pride here. Because they they're hosting Dallas. I, I don't even want to think about what Dallas's defensive line yeah. might do to the Cardinals. Yeah. Um next up, Niners 30, Rams 23. Um Rams come out really hot second half, uh, first half, tied the game 17 apiece. Niners just kind of took it to them in the second half. Um, you know, getting 13 on the Rams six. I, I mean, Bryce, I, I, I'll be honest. You know, I, I just thought this was a pretty solid game. Back and forth, just felt like the Niners just had enough late, particularly with their defense. I just think they've got so much playmakers on defense. It felt like that just kind of took, that was a cherry on top. Uh, but yeah, it, the Rams still feel like it didn't feel fluky, man. I mean, Nakua looked good. Tutu looked good. Like, I mean, there was a lot to sh- a lot to look at in this game, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, kind of shocking. I mean, the Rams. Yeah, I mean, they say in this game, Stafford still looks, you know, good. Um, Puka, man, not a one hit wonder. Uh, Kyron Williams, it's Kyron Williams' backfield now. Uh, with yeah, Cam Akers, yeah. uh, you know, big news of the day traded to Minnesota, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, so, and I know McVay's always loved Williams. He just dealt with injuries when he came into the league. Um, and now he's healthy and, you know, we get to see what he can do now. Tutu Atwell finally being used, um, you know, with, with, with Cup out. But San Francisco, San Francisco, Caleb. And they're going to do this. They're going to score points. And they have the defense wherewithal to win these close games. It, it's just the yeah. fact of the matter. And Steve Wilkes has been a solid DC so far. They'll continue to keep it up. Uh, but my question is, when are you ready to accept the Brock Purdy experiment, baby? When, when are you? When, when are you ready? What am I? What am I? What are you ready? What am I? What am I? He is a legitimate quarterback in this league. That can win playoff games and possibly win a Super Bowl. No, no. Why? Why? I don't think he's a top ten quarterback. He doesn't have to be a top ten quarterback. I don't think he's a top fifteen quarterback. Oh my gosh! Come on. He's top twenty. <laughs> Come on. He's top twenty. I don't think the Niners are going to win a Super Bowl unless he turns into a top ten quarterback. Yeah, look, he, I, does, I just don't, he, he makes winning plays. Brock Purdy missed so many guys in this game. Brock Purdy, Brock, <sighs> look, Brock, <laughs> Brock Purdy, they have, they have all this elite talent around him. And so it's like, you don't have to do, you're just kind of just sitting there. You, you just can't mess it up. I mean, Shanahan's basically playing quarterback this point. Yes, like, you can. You can you mess can, this it, up. You Shan, can mess Shan, this Shanahan, up. it's like uh, those Is Trey so Lance hard. doing this? Is Trey Lance doing this? I don't think he's doing, uh, has the arm level uh, talent, <laughs> uh, but the run, ga- the run game would look just as explosive and they'd be 2-0 right now, yes. Oh, no way. No way. I, if, I, Trey I think, La- if Trey Lance plays this game, I think they lose. I, look, I, I, I'm still. I'm not there on Purdy. I'm just not. I don't um, think he's a top what, what do you quarterback. Need? What do you need? I, I mean, I, I I gotta see if he starts seven him win a game for the team, like genuinely oh. win a game. Oh, oh, like I don't think gosh. he's winning a game. Oh. Like, he's he's just there. He's just there. He's just it, it, again. It's like 
like Bryce, when you were like when I was a kid, you know, you would get these like remote controlled vehicles. Okay. And the vehicles would drive, right? They'd move around, but somebody's controlling the vehicle in order to make it run. Kyle Shanahan's ultimately controlling Brock Purdy, which Brock Purdy is the remote controlled vehicle. Can the vehicle actually do something without being remote controlled? That's what I want to know. And I don't believe the answer is yes. I don't oh believe dude. the answer is yes. And I think it's why I, I, I think he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have Who's to your prove Super Bowl it to favorite. He's going to have to say uh, uh, in the NFC or in general. NFC. Dallas. Oh, my gosh. OK. All right. Uh, uh, OK. Give me Purdy over Dak. No way. Yeah. Oh, me. yes. No, I'm not. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. You're taking Brock Purdy. Yeah. Over Dak Prescott. What big games does he want? On any team. What, what, on any team in the league, you're taking yes. Brock Purdy over Dak Prescott. Yes. If Dak Prescott was what on games does Dak, win Niners, does Dak Prescott win a Super Bowl with the Niners? Yeah. I think he does, but I like Purdy better. I could say the same thing for Dak Prescott, Caleb. Show me a big game where he's carried them. He himself has carried them. Not Zeke. Not Tony Pollard, not the defense, Dak Prescott. Show me. Exactly. I I wasn't wasn't ready for this debate. I wasn't ready for this debate today. You can't show it to me. No, I mean, I'd have to, I gotta have, I gotta be ready. I'm not ready for this debate. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't prepared for a Purdy Prescott debate. I gotta be more prepared. Well, I mean, we're going to get it. We're going to get it'll be that that regular season game. Oh, you and I both know on October 8th will be. Huh? The league's going to want the Niners. Come on, brother. Shut up. You're you're, you're unreal for that. Here's the thing. You you were ridiculous. Why would they want the Niners? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. The Cardinals against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are winning. They're going three and oh, correct? Correct. You agree? Yes. Three and oh. Patriots, Cowboys, you're going four now, right? Probably. You got to have some negative headlines. The Niners, the, the Cowboys, up. you can't just Shut sit up. there and talk you about are, the Niners. You are, you're the crazy, Niners, dude. The Niners, you are the crazy. The Niners, are playing, the Niners are playing. The Niners are playing the Giants. The Giants, people don't have any respect for. They're probably going to win. Cardinals, they play the Cardinals. They have no respect. And they're going to try to get people like me to Dude. respect Brock Purdy after he throws the 300 yards against the Cowboys. Oh, stop. The, the media meat glazes will, will throw, over the Dallas Cowboys. He will throw Cowboys. 300 yards. Brock Purdy will throw for 300 yards against Dallas Cowboy defense. Okay. And, what and what's going to happen? You? And what's going to happen is everybody and their mother is going to sit there and try to tell me Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback. And, it's, and, and I'm just not going to believe I've, it. I have never said, I've never said to you, I've never asked you, do you think Brock Purdy is a top 10 or He's 15 He's closer to 10 than he is 15 on your list. Yes or no? Okay. Uh, that, no, that's fine. I'm, no, that's not where I was going. Right, I okay, just right. asked you, okay. I just asked you, what do you need from Brock Purdy so that you buy into him? For every well, game, I, I, every I just game need him to not be a beneficiary of just nothing but talent. He doesn't. He doesn't do any. He, he's just literally a um, control. Oh there. my gosh! Okay, so Dak Prescott it won't be a beneficiary of talent. Well, I just don't think he's a remote control. Okay. I think Brock Purdy's a remote control. Okay, that's okay. all it is. Okay, okay, that's all it is. Okay, it's fine. Next up, Chiefs Jags, which you know, 
Apparently, terrible. The Chiefs, I don't even know what to say about this game. Terrible. It's pretty crappy. It's terrible. Considering what this game probably should have been. Yeah. Um, I, I think the takes coming out of this game are just insane. Um, I, I'm sorry that I, I just can't get behind. I just can't get behind the hype of this this defense. I can't get there. Which defense? The Chiefs. Okay. And okay. I can't. Well, both. Both, really. Both. Okay. And I, I can't. And I can't. I, I mean, the, the, the Chiefs offense not playing well. I will say that. And I do think the Jaguars have something to do with it. I don't think it has everything to do with them. I think it has something to do with it. Jaguars, same thing. I think they didn't play very well. And that's credit to the Chiefs team as well. But. I mean, this was a ugly game, and I, I thought this game was probably going to be one of the top games of the week. And both teams just really do not look good to start the season. I mean, I, we saw the Jaguars in person last week, and with yep. all due respect, I told you I thought the Colts should have won the game. I thought that the cons- particularly the conservative, laid-back coaching in the fourth quarter made you lose that game, and the Chiefs and and, and the Chiefs come in, and I mean they they're not wowing you, Bryce. Not wowing you with 17 total points, and I just really off game. Yeah, and in my opinion, you may disagree with this. I think I said this to you though. Uh, in my opinion, I think Jacksonville needed this game for themselves, not for anything else, hmm. but for themselves. Um, take. And they didn't go out and take it. This was a home game for Jacksonville. They had the Chiefs kind of limping in there. You know, Kelsey, this is his first game of the season, you know, probably still banged up. Um, you know, Tony coming off probably his worst performance ever. Uh, Chris Jones, first game back. Like, this is your chance to strike. Yeah. And you You're- come out with nine points. Embarrassing from WP. It's not great. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, incredibly inefficient. Incredibly yeah, that was horrible. Inefficient. 22 of 41. Holy cow. Yeah. The run game, incredibly inefficient. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was it just, wasn't it there. just bad, man. And yeah. and you know what? Jacksonville had plenty of chances. Yeah, they did. And and they they I don't know what their obsession is with throwing the ball, you know, at the boundary, like close to the boundary in well, the I, end zone. But how no. many catches did did those wide receivers make that ended up being out of bounds? No kidding. It's like that red zone offense was just just flat out terrible. It really was bad. terrible. Yeah. And they had every opportunity to yeah. blow the doors off the Kansas City Chiefs and they didn't do it. And they end up with an L. So I, I find this really disappointing from Jacksonville. Uh, I mean, but for the Chiefs, you know, they expect to win these games. And you know what? They found a way to win and respect for doing it. I mean, you held an explosive yeah. offense yeah. to nine points. nine points. I know you're not, I, I, you know, yeah, we're still not sold on their defense, but you held this team yeah. with a lot of talent, yeah. you know, to nine points on the road. I mean, that's nothing to, to sniff at, you know what no, I mean? No, not so, at all. Not at all. So I respect that. And, you know, Kansas City, if they can win ugly, I think advantage goes to Kansas City. Yeah, and I, I think your Jacksonville takes pretty good. I mean, look, they, Kansas City's beaten th- Jacksonville three times in the last 10 months. Like, you, at some point, like if you're the Jaguars, getting a type of win like that is a statement win to just show that you can compete with 
But you yeah. lost three straight to him 10 times in a row. No, I don't think it's a bad take at all. I think they really could use, could have used that game for their swagger down the stretch. Yeah, 100%. Um, next up, my gosh, I hate doing this. I hate doing this. Um, the team I was most impressed with all year, all week was the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> 31 points from the I told you I wanted to talk about the Colts. 31 points. 31 points for the City Dallas Colts I a, team. I need to revel in this for a second. 30, 31 points for the City Dallas Colts team. 28 and a half. They dominate with the run game. Richardson looks absolutely unstoppable. The offensive line, it showed a lot. Responded off their first week, which, you know, I had questions. They delivered. Um, Nice. I like the balance of this offense. They're getting the, it felt like they were getting the ball, the different players, which is how I think they should be. I feel like their team is not set for one guy to dominate the targets. It's for a balance of everything. Shane Steichen delivered on that. Um, I have always said the defense is real. I'm not going to let you sit here and tell me that I haven't said that. I've always said I like the defense. I just think the secondary sucks. And granted, I will say I, don't think I'm wrong. I mean, you gave up three guys with 70 yards, but th- They're this, young. Was, this was a, I, I was absolutely most impressed with, with the Colts. I, I, uh, I love them against, I actually love them against the Ravens. I do too. I, uh, I, too. I think, I think, I, I think too. I don't care if they have been or Richardson. I genuinely don't care. I do too. <laughs> I, um, I, 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 they're, you know, I mean, Bryce, you kind of say, we say this about other teams. You kind of, I mean, you you talk about it a little bit, but I think this is the you can't mess around with team and find out. I think this is the team. This is the you can't mess around and find out. They they have if they get Taylor back, which everything indicates that they are game changing situation here. I, I mean, Richardson, I God bless protect yourself, but when he's healthy, he's good. The offense is just getting guys open. I, again, I don't think they have any difference-making pass catcher. But Bryce, like, if you don't have difference in pass catching, which is this was one of my issues with the Giants last year, you I, you got I value balance if you don't have that. And the Colts really have a good. I thought they had a decent balance. I mean, Pittman with twelve targets, a little higher than I like, but I mean, Downs had a good game. John said really good last two weeks. Uh, a Mallory sighting was nice to see. Uh, a Granson touchdown was nice to see. I mean, th- this this team, I think this is the can't beat you, you want to get all testy, let's find out team. I think this is it, the Indianapolis Colts. That's my, you can't beat it, you, you, you can't take them lightly, team, in 2023. I, I agree with you, Caleb. So I want to touch on a couple things. One, in my opinion, Caleb. And I, you know, you, you kind of mentioned it. So I think you're on the other side of this. I think the protect yourself, Anthony Richardson uh, thing is overblown because to me, that was a bullcrap hit. He was going to cross the end zone anyway, and it was totally unnecessary. And, and sometimes you can't help, you know, the back of your head slamming off the turf like that. He will learn from this. There is some validity to it, but I feel like that was a bit overblown. Just a bit. You're right. You're right. I, but if you're going to run like, the way that the Colts seem to want to operate as an offense price, it seems like they want to try to use him like Cam Newton. Yeah, and sure. My my worry is that if you give him like 15 carries. Is he going to have the discipline? And 
can the team help him with that discipline? It's it's, I don't want him to be like Cam Newton. I think he's giving this team a great shot of energy that they, frankly, this is going to come up like a hot take. I don't care. He's giving the team more energy than Andrew Luck ever did. Andrew Luck was a great quarterback, but Anthony Richardson, when he's on Bryce, his excitement rises through the building. His athleticism is, is, is must watch. Yeah. It's must watch period. If, if he, if he can turn it and be more consistent with his athleticism and more durable, he, he's going to be must watch television. I agree. I mean, and so the other thing I wanted to say is Shane Steichen is him. He is him. Yeah. I love this game Sunday. Uh, my goodness. Love he, he, his creativity that on that second touchdown where, where Richardson, you know, sustained the concussion to, to call a fake reverse, open himself back up to the, to the side that the, the reverse receiver is coming on yeah. and then just run down the side for a touchdown. My goodness. Yeah. Oh was... my gosh. And, yeah. and you know what? Even with Minshew in, the offense just looked easy. Now, granted, Minshew is a competent quarterback. I think you agree with that, Caleb. Uh, very much. I very much do. Very, very, very much do. Very competent. Will make plays. Isn't afraid to push the ball down the field, yes. which I love. And that's yes. what we haven't we haven't yes. really opened up very with Richardson so. yet. And I feel like they were going to this game before he before he got hurt. Um, I tell you what also impressed me, Caleb. Uh, C.J. Stroud impressed me. I know that you know there were some garbage no, time stats. But coming in on a bump shoulder with basically a second string, uh, you know, line outside of Shaq Mason and putting up the numbers that he did. Respect, my man. Respect. Um, I think I told you I really like Stroud uh, coming out in this draft. A lot of people, you know, tried to tear that down. And you know what? Him and Richardson have looked have looked the two best rookie quarterbacks by far. Yeah. 100%, 100%, right? Yeah, 100% agree. 100% agree. And I don't care that they haven't faced as maybe strong of defenses or whatever. I just don't care. I, 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 I think what Stroud and, and Richardson are doing is more sustainable. And, and I think that that is going to be something that will happen throughout the year. I mean, you're going 30 at 47, two touchdowns, six sacks is an ideal. But like you said, basically the whole starting offensive line was hurt. And I mean, if you can get three receivers at 70 plus yards, you're doing something right in the pass game. Yeah, fantastic. Right game. Fantastic. Real like Nico Collins, too. I told you that before the season. Yeah. Real like Nico yeah. Collins. Uh, next up, Commanders Broncos. Uh, this might have been the game that I just lost my cool. Uh, <laughs> Did you this, bet on this game? No comment. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> they, and they, they, I, I come into this game, I'm loving the Broncos every second of it. Incredible start. And then I remember in the second half, he's the wash king. The oh guy was the wash king in the second half. He comes in, he comes in, he get, he, he gives me wash king. The throw to the Hail Mary throw was pathetic. It just, the bounce was there. It just existed for, for my man. It was P.I. on the two-point conversion, you know it. Oh, I, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, I wanted two-point conversion. I wanted two-point conversion. I had the Broncos. I wanted the two-point conversion. It didn't happen. What do you mean you had the Broncos? What do you mean? Well, I bet the Broncos. <laughs> Look, I had the <laughs> look. I mean, the 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 the, the Broncos in, in this game. I mean, I I honestly, I, I mean, I, you know, joking aside. Um, I mean, he's just done as a starter. I just think he's done. I don't think what Russell Wilson is doing is. I mean, yeah, I understand he was he threw for three touchdowns and whatever. 
but I, I'm not sold. I mean, he just is not the same physically. Everything is behind. Everything is everything's behind. Um, I didn't think they went to the ground game enough at all, especially when they were up. And I mean, I don't know what it is with this, some of this offensive scheme here, but like, it just felt like every play after, after the big catch from Mims, it felt like every yard was so hard for them to get. And maybe that's when I should have recognized that it wasn't going to happen, but their offense looked miserable. And I mean, Washington with the enemy, he's clicking with this offense, man. He's clicking with this offense. And uh, I think it's interesting that the Kansas City struggled the first two weeks of the season and, and Washington, for the most part, has been very efficient offensive. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I, I don't know how much that attributes to maybe not having tape on, on Howell or anything like that. I'm not going to make it fair, but it does look good. Like, like there's no denying that. I'm not, I'm not hating um but i think it'd be interesting to revisit this maybe in a few weeks and just see where they're at but i mean brian robinson was clicking uh this game um which you know we thought this denver defense you know should be better than what it is and it's just it's not either and vance joseph is is finding himself on the hot seat already um, and yeah, yeah, we know, we know, uh, Sean Payton is not happy. I don't know if he saw his press conference, but he's pissed, um, at, at Russ. I don't know if he's close to benching him. I think he's just trying to figure out like, dude, like, you know, what, what else do I need to do to cater to, to make you, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know that he's going to bench him. I, I don't either. Tonight, but, um, I mean, something obviously has to change. I mean, the stats are there for, for Russ. It's, we need W's now. We need W's. And they're right. going to. Right. I mean, look, I, I, you and I talked about the Stemmer defense. I like the Stemmer defense. But when Sam Howell's throwing for about 300 on you, you probably got to check yourself in the mirror. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, you, you probably do. I mean, they, they had balance everywhere. McLaurin, John Bates goes for three for 46 on you. Like, you got to look yourself in the mirror, man. Washington, yep. 2-0. and yeah it's it's interesting man they're kind of doing what we thought the giants were going to do yeah i was out on ron but maybe they got something there maybe maybe Maybe. Uh, next up uh dolphins and patriots i want to say one thing and then i want to give the floor to you oh okay i am done with mac jones the starting quarterback Bryce, what are your thoughts on this game um Well, I, I mean, this is a good – Miami did exactly what they were supposed to do against a very tough defense. Um, you know, Tua, I thought, played well. Uh, Mostert, you got a great game out of Mostert, which yeah, those are did. few and far between and before he gets hurt. So you take them where you can get them. You know, and that's tough to do, to run on the New England Patriots, especially with that line. Um, but they did an outstanding job. Tyreek yep. Hill was bottled up for the most part. Still had a good game. Like, don't get me wrong. Like – like anybody else would look at that, but we know what Tyreek Hill can do. So I thought they game planned for him really well. Christian yeah. Gonzalez, legit, straight up legit. The yeah, pick he they, had this game, legitimate. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it yeah. it was so good. It was so good. Um, Caleb, I don't know that I'm out on Mac Jones like you are oh, quite no. yet. I'm going to defend him here a little bit. 
Okay. It's obviously it's, they've been put in two situations. I think I, I know why you're out on Mac Jones. Can I explain why? Sure. Okay. I think you're out on Mac Jones for two, for this very reason, both games against Miami and against Phil against Philadelphia. They have played from behind majorly, majorly behind into the fact that they have to throw the ball a lot. And I know, I know what you're going to say, Mac Jones, we're, we're giving way too many pass attempts to Mac Jones. I agree with you, but at some point they don't have a choice. And honestly, he, yes, he's not great, but he, we've also seen some good things from Mac Jones. So I would, you got more velocity than him with the football. Fine. I would be very curious though, Caleb. To see what Mac Jones looked like, if they were playing with a lead, if they got a little more from the run game, you know, they played two very stout defenses so far this season. Philly and Miami are not jokes of a defense. They have legitimate players with legitimate coordinators. So I would be very curious to see, you know, they play the Jets this weekend, another great defense, but... New England has had their number. They've beat them, I think, what is it, 17, 14 straight times? So I'm I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. But I want to see Mac Jones against maybe an average defense. Yes, he is not going to pick apart these top-tier defenses. That's not what he is. That's not what he's going to be. Should they probably move off a quarterback like that? Yes, but who else is out there at the moment? And they're never bad enough to draft. A, oh, you know, a top two. Well, that's the problem, too. Maybe it is. You can't just Maybe stay the same as an organization. I agree with you, but and, I mean, and they, and that's they have, where they're at. But this is where they're at. I mean, am I curious what Zappy would look like? Yeah. Or, well, I, not. I am. Right? They put him on the practice squad. I, I know, but I would be interested. I would be interested. I, I think it's uh, unreal. Like his arm strength, Bryce, was so bad at the end of that game. He has no velocity on his passes at all. He he has no velocity. Everything's a lob, a duck. Um the ground game, I, I don't I didn't hate it a ton, really. Uh I just felt like you said you you kind of touched on a little bit. It's just like they're starting from behind, which is putting them in uncomfortable spots. And you're not wrong, but at some point I expect my quarterback to make plays. I expect my quarterback to make plays and I expect my first round quarterback specifically to make plays. I didn't draft you 15th overall so that my defense can carry you. I drafted you in the first round so that you can lead my offense into something. And I'm, I'm sorry that I don't see that at Mac Jones. I don't, I, I don't see that. I think, I think Bailey Zappi would do just as well. in right now I really do. I truthfully really do. I think a guy like that would do just as well. I think um, it, it, to me, it's it's the, the roster on this team is solid. Um, I like the roster. Um, I think the receiver play is okay. I don't think it's great. Uh, I think they could use some juice, uh, and I think they have it in Thornton, but he's hurt right now. Um, I, I just wish that this team would start thinking about an era that has nothing to do with Bill Belichick and a Mac Jones type of quarterback. Like, I don't, I just think that's the move that this team needs to go with. And when I watch this team, it just makes me like, man, like, I just feel like they're behind price. I feel like they're behind. They're behind the times. 
and and that's that's my concern. It's not the roster. It, the roster's fine. I think the defense is, like you said, it's very good. I like Stevenson. I think he's a real back. I, I think Bourne's a really nice receiver. Like, I don't hate some of their players. I just, uh, I, I just, I don't think you're going anywhere with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones at the top of the mantle. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, next up, uh, Saints Panthers. Um, Bryce Young, brother. <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Devin Voss, brother. Look, I've been trying to preach this gospel to you from the book of Matthew. And and this 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 uh this gospel said that the New Orleans Saints were gonna go with sack Bryce Young and the Panthers all day long. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, I just told you what I just told you what I read. I mean, this 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 Saints team, I mean, I understand it's 20 to 17, Bryce. I get it. The score indicates, but this was not a 20 to 17 game, in my opinion. It just wasn't. This game felt like a Huge separation of caliber of team. And I think I might be willing to say Panthers might be one of the five worst teams in football. Might be willing to go there. I just think this is a putrid, putrid team. Yeah, it is. Um, I think New Orleans can play better. I didn't think this is a great game from New Orleans. I will say that. I think Derek Carr looks good sometimes, and I think he looks bad sometimes. Uh, Way too much Taysom Hill. Way too much. That way too much. It, it is. I, I, I'm fine with everyone's about Way too much. I think it disrupts the offense. Um, boy, do they need Alvin Kamara desperately now that Jamal Williams is hurt. Holy other than that, Olave is legit. Um, you, I think you need 11 targets. That's about right. Um, I mean, my, my, my main takeaway, Thomas looked good, too. He made some incredible catches and that weren't slants. How about that? Yeah. That weren't slants. Yeah. Uh, my biggest takeaway, though, Caleb, Bryce Young looked lost in this game. And listen, the Saints defense is good, but it's not. I mean, he just I, I agree. Just it's flat not that out good. lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He looked scared. He looked timid. He looked scared. Um, and now Carolina lost Shaq Thompson on the defensive end. That's a big time loss. They just look bad. And you know what? Frank Reich is up to his old tricks again, Caleb, in the press conference saying, we're not that far away. No, you are far away. You, You're very far away. You, you are wildly far away. You've been used to those comments. 20, 22 completions for 153 yards. You're very far away. Yeah, you're, you, you of all people know those comments. Oh, you yeah. You of all people know those comments. At Bryce Young's only highlight, Caleb, was that long run that he had down the middle of the field. That that was his only highlight and, and a garbage time touchdown that he threw. Great. Which honestly almost got away from him if if Thielen didn't make a vet play on it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I it's just he looked lost. He just looked he just looked scared. He looked timid. He looked small out there. I just mm, no thank you. No thank Stroud you. or Richardson, please. Yep. I told you, I I, I told you I was I've been telling you, I, Bryce Young is not it. He's just not it. I don't see I, it. I, I think the size was so alarming and concerning. I, I'm, I agree. I'm very much. Kyler at very least worried. looks thick. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Brown Steelers, uh, oh, 26-22. Lord. Oh, Lord. Uh, the Steelers come in and win this game. But this was oh, Lord. 48 points combined. Oh. But this was a ugly 48 points. 
I mean, oh, it came everywhere. Caleb, they, uh, uh, there was some wood laid on some players in yes, this there game, was. though. There was yes. some hits. Yes. And uh, this game sucked. Um, shout out Nick Chubb, though, first, before we get into the dismantling of this game. Ugly injury. Second time this has happened to him. Hope he can bounce back. Um, but sad to see, you know, one of the top rushers out yeah. for the year. But welcome back, uh, Kareem Hunt. I hope Kareem yeah. Hunt went out there and just put it on the tape. You know what? No, you're not paying me $4 million. I want 10 because y'all are coming back to me. Anyway, this game sucked. Sean Watson. <laughs> Dude, that looked, yeah, it looked miserable. Second, and half both quarterbacks, there. honestly, Kenny Pickett, dude, Najee Harris, awful. Pickens, finally, get him the dang ball for crying out loud. I mean, most of his yards came off that 71 yard touchdown slant. He was wide open in, but oh, Caleb, this game sucked. It was so <laughs> painful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it. It is a um, look. I, it was a very hard game to watch, you know, in terms of the way that it was played. Both teams didn't play that great. It was very sloppy. Both teams didn't execute. Kind of an AFC North game in a nutshell, just on that primetime slate. So everybody was kind of paying attention and watching it. And disgusting. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, and then lastly, the Vikings against the Eagles, uh, which the Eagles come out win. Vikings felt like they needed to address something, so they go out and they get Cam Akers after this game, after nothing, really nothing for Madison. Um, it, it's um, it was a fine Thursday night game. I didn't really feel any sort of way. I didn't feel differently about the Eagles. I still don't think the Eagles' offense is as good as people want to say it is, and I, I don't think that this Vikings team. I, I don't think this Vikings team is all that great. But I mean, I I guess I, I I'll say that I was impressed with their resilience. I'll say that. But I I I didn't have too much of a takeaway between this game. I really didn't. I mean, it's interesting to think about. You know, if Minnesota cleans up the turnovers, you know, four four fumbles lost. Um, you know, if they have one or two of those, obviously you take away the Justin Jefferson one. You know, he scores instead, or they're down at the one. Yeah, they win this game. You know, so I mean, it's very interesting to think about that. Um, I agree with you. Philly's still not impressive, despite scoring thirty-four points. Still not impressive. I don't. Um, I tell you what, it was good to see DeAndre Swift have that type of game, though. Yeah, I don't know that he'll handle twenty-eight carries again in a game this season. Um, but it was it was nice to see his potential come to fruition. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. Uh, Defense is still solid. I mean, Philly's going to coast this season. We're going to see them in the playoffs. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're going to be there. And I think they're going to treat maybe this season a little, the regular season a little bit differently. Like, we're good enough to be a playoff team. Let's kind of, you know, let's just play our game that we played last year. And then, you know, maybe we turn we turn it up a notch in the playoffs. Maybe that's the, the mindset of thinking. I don't know. Um, but they've looked kind of lethargic despite being 2-0. Uh, so, I mean, it's not... It, it, what they're still doing, though, is impressive. I mean, they put up 25 and 34 points in the first two weeks. So, I mean, they uh, yeah, I mean, the total, the total offense, 
the total offense is, but I just, it, they're not. It doesn't have the same explosiveness. And I don't think that they can expect these groundbreaking run games like they did in week two. And I wasn't terribly impressed with their offense and passing game against New England. I just, I don't, I, I don't think this is the same offense as last year. I, I think it's a talented team, but I don't think it's the same offense. And I think people are still trying to put them up there like it's the same offense. And I just, I can't get there. I, I just can't get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I think they're going to struggle against Tampa. I think they're going to really struggle. And they're going to struggle against Tampa. I think Tampa defensively is going to really make them work. That's it. But anyway, I, um, that'll, uh, that'll do it for this week. Um, bye weeks are coming around the corner. So a little less games we'll probably be talking about, uh, which won't be necessarily a bad thing for our voices uh, and for the season. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Our episodes will be a little bit longer in the beginning because there's just, well, there's just more games. Um, and then we'll transition into where we can kind of break down more on less. Um, so keeping that in mind, uh, Bryce, it was uh, good chatting with you about these games. And and look, you know, week three, it'll probably bring its own stories. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait, man.